there's a warning for the witch. I loved it, but I like that. I mean, and it's based on all real things. Like those people actually thought all that stuff. Like you right. would murder yeah. your children for playing with an animal because you know animals are witches' familiars. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. I don't know. You might want to rethink that a little. I mean, Todd, let's be honest here. There's a reason they had to leave England. They were too crazy. Like we. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm, I'm serious. Hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Outsiders. I'm Todd Pickering. I'm Seth Austin. And we're a couple of actors stuck on the outside trying to make our way to the inside of The Biz. Hollywood, baby. So, today we are talking about horror films. Before we get I into that... I love horror films. Yeah, there, there's, there's so many of them, and some of them are so incredible, and some of them are not, and we're going to talk about that. Um, but before that, we're going to tell you our email address. It's theoutsidersbiz at gmail.com. That's theoutsidersbiz at gmail.com. Okay, let me write that down. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it's a... Um, you do know, too, that horror movies are the biggest bang for buck for Hollywood. So if we're talking business, the biz, that you don't need a name in it. You can be low budget. So yeah. they are the most I didn't know that, movies but it makes know. sense. Like, look at those films, uh, a lot of the found footage movies, right? I mean, those are all super, super, super low budget. Um, the Blair Witch Project, right, is the movie in, the, it's, the, it's the most profitable movie of all time, I think, still, because it only cost $35,000 to make, but it made $250 million something worldwide. And, you know, yeah, that's nothing to sneeze at. And then it, it, it spawned an entire genre. I mean, that film, say what you will about it, but it was an important film as far as like historical landmarks and filmmaking. Yeah, it's funny we're talking about this because that's absolutely true. We're talking about the biz. We started talking, you yeah. know, talking about Halloween, yeah. October horror, but that is 100% true. And part of that was that that film put all of its money in advertising and people don't understand that, that that has to be part of your budget. Oh, interesting. I didn't know that that movie had put all of its money in, in advertising. Well, it, 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 you know, it doesn't matter how cheap a movie is. If people don't go out and see it, it's never gonna, Your you know, so that was, like you yeah. said, it was like so low budget and but all then, done. But did you know how they filmed that? In the word of mouth. Uh... What do you mean? How was it a big thing? improv for the three actors? Oh, no, I didn't know that it was all improv. I mean, I, I guess I kind of did at the time. I forgot that part of it. Well, the directors would leave them. You know how in the plot of The Blair Witch, for those of you who don't know, when uh, no spoilers, I'm definitely going to do no spoilers, but it's three people looking for The Blair Witch, and it's all they all had a camera. So it was all done as if it was, it was a documentary. And the directors would leave them notes. every. They knew at the end of the shooting day, they'd get their notes, and they would tell them, the parts of the plot and so you know most of it was improv i mean you want to talk about a nightmare in editing there's your nightmare on elm street yeah editing. and i imagine that was interesting for the actors to like wake up every day and then have something new that they weren't ready for or expecting it kind of it, it can't help but make it like sort of real right if they just buy into it and go with it that's well, interesting so therefore it was real some of right. the scares were just like we're actually real it's just yeah scary being so they technically were never seeing the i mean they knew they were safe it was almost more like being in a play so they knew they were safe right were. that's interesting i didn't know that i, I maybe i'd heard that and forgotten about it it's a really 
that'd be a really strange way to work as an actor. Like there's no, there's nothing else that really, that I've ever heard of that works that way. No. Yeah. Like a narrative. I would love to work that way as an actor. Yeah. It's almost like, I almost wanted to say it's like a reality show. It's not though, but it like, you know, you're put in a situation and then how are you going to react kind of a situation thing, right? More than here's the words that you say, you know? Absolutely. And you know what? When you say reality show, it's like, God, that movie's 25 years old, right? At this point, 20? Is it that old? How old am I? I'm 38. And that came out when I was in late high school. So it's it's not quite that old. It's probably like- It's like 20 years old. Yeah, it's like 20. Yeah. So reality blew up. And I I wonder how many people were watching that thinking of the reality of it. Yeah, probably not many because it comes off as like a sort of a classic- scare thriller horror movie you know and and you said that what i was laughing about before is you said no spoilers that that film it's hard to spoil that film because it leaves everything up in the air (laughs) no spoilers like well but things that happen a lot i mean because there's not a lot going on i mean that you can't i don't even want to tell any plot i mean that's the end of it it's more um, just like it leaves you on the edge the whole time like it's not really about what happens or the end it's just about leaving you on that hair razor's edge of being like what is going to happen? Like wondering what's going on the whole time. That's what that film does really well. I don't think it would, I mean, with 20 years of reality television, I think if, I mean, I haven't seen it. So I think if people watch it, they would, um, they would maybe think it's silly. I don't think it would stand up I don't think as much up. because yeah, I don't of think the reality. I don't watch it up anymore. Yeah. Um, I, we, you know, we, I, I did do a show that I wrote a, a musical parody I did in San Francisco uh, about 10 years ago where we, we parodied all sorts of horror movies. And we actually filmed a little clip of that thinking it was too old, that you know the kids wouldn't get it. And like, it got applause. So it's still in people's film heads. Still there, and I know yeah. we had a diverse audience. So there were people of our age. So um, what other horror movies are your favorites? Yeah, that's a good question. I was going to ask you that. Um, so I love The Conjuring and I love Hereditary. Those are two of my top ten, uh, all-time favorite horror films. I love The Conjuring because I love like the jump scare movies, you know, like builds the suspense and then something pops out and scares you. The, the older I get, the harder it is for that to actually work on me. You know, I find that like I'm kind of ready for it and like looking for it. And so when I actually get scared, I'm like, wow. And and that movie, The Conjuring, had me on the edge of my seat the entire time. And that's, you know, that only came out like six years ago, I think, something like that. It's not an old film. Um, But, and it sparked like all those Annabelle movies, which I think The Conjuring 2 was pretty good. And then I didn't see any of the Annabelle movies and I heard that they weren't very good. Um, I like, like I said, I like Hereditary. And most of that is, uh, well, a lot of it's Tony Collette's performance. That's one of the best acted uh, roles in any horror film ever. And all the acting in that movie is incredible, but her performance in particular is just ridiculous. And for me, uh, what's the newest one um, by that same director? The one with the kids going to the woods in like a, a European country? I don't know. Out. Ah, it's it just it's by the same director. It'll come to me. The Conjuring, oh, yeah. The Conjuring, Hereditary is like yes. a million times, um, like better than that. What about you, Taddy? I meant to go see Hereditary because I'm a huge Tony Collette fan. I like yeah. anything she's in, and I missed it somehow. 
streaming. You'll find it, I think, on on Netflix or Hulu or something like that. Oh, I'll find it because yeah. it's it's October in the season, so I want to watch a few good ones. Yeah. What's your overall like favorite horror movies? Well, of course, I mean you you can't talk horror without the master Alfred Hitchcock. Sure. You know, the psycho, I mean, again, you know, my mom and all of her friends said, well, we didn't shower for years. I said, for years? No, for years. (laughs) I'm like, wow. Um, And just, you know, it's an amazing film. Uh, We were talking about uh, Halloween. Um, I, again, doing the parodies, I had watched, I had remembered Halloween to be a slasher film. And rewatching it. it is, yeah. It's scary. Yeah. And it's ja- Jamie, uh, Jamie, uh, yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. That's right. I was going to say that. Um, it, it introduced her as the head sc- screen queen, but that is an independent, one of the first independent films. And um, it's not gory, the original. It's really no. good. Yeah, there's not like a lot of blood and guts or anything in the original. It's, it's just a suspense. It's still a slasher film, right? Because you've got a guy literally going around and murdering people. And that's the definition of a slasher film but we always tend to associate like blood and gore with those. And Halloween does a, a really good job of not needing the actual like blood and guts to be really scary. So there's, there's something to be said for that. And I actually even like the updated one, the latest uh, one that had Jamie Lee Curtis in it. I thought that that one was also really good. I think I saw that too. That yeah. wasn't, um, you know, what's a great um, horror film again, that doesn't use um, too many special effects is the eye, the Chinese film. And they, I, they uh, did make, I think Scarlett Johansson was in a remake. Don't quote me, but I heard that it was terrible and I never would see the American remake, but it's, it's about a chick that um, gets a, um, no, I'm getting the willies just thinking of it. <laughs> she gets, uh, she's blind and she gets an eye transplant where she can finally see, but of course what she sees are dead people. And they use, they use the camera and they use the person's face for fear. I mean, just, you, she knows something's behind her and it's a tight shot and the camera slowly is panning and you're, you know, it, it, it uses very little special effects. In fact, there is a special, like a, you know, a digital effect and it's just not as scary. You notice it in that film. You're like, yeah, I could have done without that. Yeah. Like it, it doesn't, you know, really uses just um, great camera work. Uh, but I highly recommend that. Yeah, a bunch of, I think re, I thought of this topic because a bunch of my friends are saying, what are some good scary movies? It's October. You know, everybody has their favorites. And the Platform. Have you seen The Platform, Todd? No. That is a film that's um, actually, it's a, it's a horror film because it has a lot of gore and, and, and crazy stuff in it and murdering and stuff like that. But it's also like more of a philosophical exploration like akin to like um, Snowpiercer, it's like vertical Snowpiercer. Mm. Um, and so basically, so all these people are in this giant structure that has all these floors and it's got like two people per floor and this platform lowers with food on it down through the floors and in a, a big hole in the, in, through all these floors, this platform lowers with, and it's loaded with food at the top. And as it goes down, people eat the food and it only stays on each floor for like, I think a minute or a, or a certain amount of time. So you have to eat as much food as you can. And so the people at the top inevitably get more food than the people at the bottom. But it's like this thing where if the people at the top weren't such pigs and they left food for people at the bottom, then you wouldn't have this like miserable, you know, situation going on. So it's like this exploration of like humanity and society and like 
sort of a microcosm of society and it's really good really really well done although it does have a lot of, of nasty violence in it um and i thought the ending was was incredible that's actually yeah come to think of it if, if you can call that one horror that's absolutely one of my one of my well that's the thing films. too about the, the yeah. genres that they that they um halloween has a lot of really silly comed comedic scenes that i think add to the horror Right, and uh, I guess a lot of old school horror films are kind of like that. Some of them are so have a lot of comedy in there, or they're so over the top they become funny. You know, like the Jason films and stuff like that. Even well, Freddy Krueger. And Freddy Krueger had a lot. I used to love those films. See, I'm not as big of a slasher fan. Uh, well, of course, we got to talk about The Exorcist. You know, I've, I have not seen it. Wow. I know. I know. I got a mia culpa on that one, Taddy. Well, it's just. I mean, I was, I mean, I was a kid. <laughs> I'm older than you, but I was a kid. And I mean, exactly. I couldn't go see it. And, you know, they use that people are passing out in the aisles and stuff, you know. Really? Was, it was that, their, um, yeah. That was their advertising campaign. And it, I think I, I, it had to have been the number one. I just recently saw a list of the number one box office movies of the years, which of course in our era is all Marvel movies. Right? Yeah. But think the exorcist was the number one box office of the year and i think it was nominated for best picture but Ellen bernstein it's like her there's a lot of improv in that and it it adds again this is my point it adds to the horror it's about a mother and a daughter you know the little girl gets possessed and they establish with this oscar-winning actress this relationship it's beautiful and there's this whole bedtime scene that was 100% improvised after the um, Linda Blair is a young girl, you know, after she got to know her enough where they felt more like you know, mother and daughter in real life. And then they rolled the cameras and let them improv and say goodnight. And it's, you know, it's just five, it's a good long scene where you're like, what's going on? I mean, this just looks like a woman putting her daughter to bed. Well, that's what's going on. I mean, yeah. they're establishing a relationship and that's what, that's the only way good horror works. So yeah. as an actor, I, that segues into the fact that I would love to be in a horror film. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, that genre good is, one. yeah. And it's so fun. It's so varied. And then, uh, like I was watching, you know, there's, there's a couple of horror films that have come out recently that have been like, they're, to me, they're stretching the, the, the definition of the genre a little too thin. Like there's some films I would have loved to be in, but then watching them, I was like, this doesn't, I don't get this movie at all. It doesn't seem like horror to me. It's by that, I don't know the director's name, but uh, he did um, The Witch, spelled The Vivich. <laughs> you know, like when you see it, it's the VV itch. Yeah, um, you mean yeah. The, uh, the one about Salem era? Correct, correct. Brilliant movie. You liked it. I did not like it. I did not. It, and, and it's I didn't taken like it. exactly from every single thing in that movie was from that era. They pulled everything out of actual manuscripts from that era of what yeah. people thought about which i mean everything in there that they that all the dialogue was real right and i think the way the production value was incredible i just thought that it had no story and i didn't get what it was supposed to be i was like wait i was supposed to i was i guess i wasn't expecting it to be to be scared because it was marketed as a horror film and i was not never scared i just was confused by what was going on with the goat and then it turned out the goat was the satan thing i was like wait what <laughs> and uh the same director did that movie, The Lighthouse, with Willem Dafoe right. and, uh, and Robert Pattinson. And in both of the films, I thought the filmmaking was incredible. I thought 
the acting was incredible. I thought that they were both good movies, but I didn't really like them because I was left being like, wait, what? So it turns out with The, the Lighthouse that that is based on, it was like a retelling of two different um, uh, God, like whatchamacallit tales from back in the day, like uh, Robert, Pattinson, Robert Pattinson's character represents Prometheus and uh, Willem Dafoe's represents Proteus, I believe. So it was like putting these two Roman mythological figures together and seeing right. how they... And I'm like, bro, I don't need to, I don't want him to have to know that in order to enjoy the film. Like, well, that's, <laughs> you're, you are correct. That's how his films are. Yeah. And like, I, that's that to me, like, I want to be able to just enjoy a horror. Like, to me, again, it's, I was expecting horror and I got something that I was like, wait, I, this wasn't. Really Those scary. are heady films for sure. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I know, you know, I love The Crucible. So I knew everything about the Salem witch trials. So that's I a good guess, story. You don't have to know anything about the Salem witch trials to enjoy The Crucible. You know, well, what I mean, the witch. It was all that era. So right, and I think that. They, but my point is just that, like, as a story in and of itself, I didn't get it. It didn't do any the actual like whatever. I was like, wait, what is actually happening? Whereas, like, the Crucible is a very you know, it's a it's a well told narrative compared to sure. Um, yeah, I mean, the witch, the witch is yeah. definitely a film. Right. It's yeah, it's a film. Maybe I'm getting over that. I used to love those kinds of movies, and maybe I'm just kind of like, no, give me something I can like. Take, uh, take something away from it at the end rather than being like confused i used oh, to love that yeah. Yeah. so there's a warning for the witch i loved it but i like that i mean and it's based on all real things like those people actually thought all that stuff like you right. would murder yeah. your children for playing with an animal because you know animals are witches familiars like <laughs> oh yeah, okay yeah, I don't know. You might want to rethink that a little. I mean, Todd, let's be honest here. There's a reason they had to leave England. They were too crazy. Like we, <laughs> I'm serious. I'm, I'm serious. Like we like to, you know, in, in history class, we're sold that they came here for religious freedom. Yeah, that's true. So that they could practice so that they were free to practice the craziest form of religion. That's what they wanted to do. Well, but even, it was going on in Europe too, though, you got to remember. But they were so crazy. They were too crazy for the people. Like, yeah, there was a lot of crazy <laughs> stuff happening in Europe. They were too crazy for those fuckers. They had to come to the U.S. and establish a whole new colony so they could practice something even crazier that was happening yeah, in, well. in Europe. That's, that's, that's the way I interpret it. And that's not what we're taught in school. But if I was a history teacher, that is the way that I would sell it to my students. It's a good thing Seth isn't a history <laughs> teacher. So wait, actually, what was, this was about... Being the history teacher. What was the episode? Uh, <laughs> well, well, I hope we gave you some great it? movies. We talked well, about a lot of horror movies. I we think talked about know, a lot of horror films. You could watch it again and just write it. We should have told you to get your pens out. <laughs> Are we at time? Is that what you're trying to tell oh, yeah. me? Oh, we're, we're at time. time. All right. We've talked enough about horror, but we've given you some great ones. I don't yeah. think we've, we've talked about go to Hitchcock. Yeah, the Hitchcock. The Birds is one of my favorite Hitchcocks. Birds I think. is great. I watched that as an adult and was scared by it. Um, like, um, yeah, all of Hitchcock's Rebecca's even great, you know, that he won yeah. an Oscar for Best Picture. I never so, saw Rebecca. Spooky. It's, it's yeah. you know, more spooky films, but yeah. All right. Well, I know what to watch. I can't, I'm going to watch Hereditary. I promise that. So if you that want to ask me yeah. next episode. Yeah, we'll talk about that next time. That's a great, it's a great movie. Yeah. All right. All right. Goodbye. We'll be safe. Goodbye, Don't everybody. have nightmares. Yeah. And uh, email us at the outsiders biz at gmail.com. B-I-Z. That's right. All right. All right. Bye, everybody. Dreams. <laughs>